been a few hours. Um, since I last spoke about this, but I just took some time to go and uh, look at my chart again and just uh, reflect on reflect on what the defined is to me and just uh, give my experience of that so so having north node in Taurus south node in Scorpio the south node's in the sixth house and the north node is in the twelfth house which is a bit if you think about it in the traditional sense of you aspire to the to the qualities or the energies of the north node which would be taking me to the 12th house of mystery and basically hidden things again which is what Scorpio represents and what Pluto represents so it's been it's almost like a loop move move away from the Scorpio energy to the Taurus energy with the 12th house so that, that was um, one of the things I wanted to make a point of earlier but it's only when I went back to my chart and saw that that, that was the main point of uh, this karma karma and destiny uh, conversation um, so as well as that the node placements I've also got two stelliums so stellium is considered uh, when you have three planets in the same house same sign um, I think traditionally it used to be four four planets was considered a stellium and they had to potentially be within 10 degrees or something like that um, but it seems that the more, more widely accepted use of the word stellium is to describe three planets in the same house or the same sign so I've got a stellium of three planets in Cancer in the second house and second house deals with values basically it's Taurus Taurus again and in that placement I've got the moon which is exalted in Cancer I've got Mercury and Mars so it's quite a quite a mix and then in the sixth house so in the sixth house 
which spans um, part of Sagittarius so I've got Uranus Saturn Pluto and I think the other object though was the node the south node yeah so that having a having a stellium is is like a concentration of energy so it's probably more it's probably more prominent in cancer in the second house with mercury mars and the moon because they are i think i think the moon and Mars are almost forming uh, it's almost a conjunction within within a degree of each other and then Mercury is probably about another degree off from them so in terms of feeling that in terms of that being That's almost like a driving force because it's so it should be so prominent. I think perhaps maybe in my early years, because there was so many so many things that happened happened within the environment that I could say yes, the emotional side of things was quite charged up and to a degree I think that hmm, I mean the mercurial influence the mercury influence in that I think it may have been in communicating with other people not in perhaps a traditional sense but looking for ways of expressing through music or drawing that was very much what I was younger and still a bit now as well some things um, some things I can express better through music or speaking or writing and I guess on that note I did I did write a lot when I was younger expressing things so expressing feelings and emotions so maybe that's what maybe that's what that maybe that's the influence of that stellium the moon representing the emotions being in the sign of cancer which is the home of the emotions and then mercury representing the way that maybe those emotions are expressed and shared And the 
the influence of Mars I can see that in in younger years as well more explosive and more fiery aggressive emotion based on emotion but I'd probably say that it's not really something that's as prevalent today I think that's the influence of the probably the Scorpio the Stellium in Scorpio the Uranus the Saturn and Pluto because Scorpio is about the darker side the occult and sexuality and power and Pluto is shares the same traits and it's about rebirth and death and new life and I feel that that influence probably kicked in probably right around the time I went to Hong Kong so when I was 16 so it was good timing or rather oh, maybe I was meant to wait for that energy to kick in um, and what that meant was I had to go through the tail end of the emotional outbursts and expressing those those emotions in a, a constructive but maybe a not a, not a typical way used to write music, write poetry but then then around 25 I think around 25 I start to feel start to feel something pushing me something pushing me to change to to let go of everything that I'd known and looking at that now I can see that that was likely that influence of that Scorpio stellium forcing the the death of old ways old thinking old traumas and birthing a new a new set of experiences a new outlook a new way of doing things and that, that does coincide with um, when I started my first business which was in 2012 started my, started my first business and that was that was a releasing of the old ways of me working I wasn't considered I wasn't concerned with uh, making people like me anymore or you know trying to trying to understand politics in the office 
I could just just rise to the challenge and just just do just do the work and not be concerned with the other parts but um, kind of used to overshadow my achievements and since then I've gone through well I guess three three experiences like that three kind of deaths of old ways got letting go of um, especially the trauma part been forced to to deal with old trauma acknowledging feelings and uh, getting closure that was a long a long process but the Scorpio energy gives you Scorpio represents a strong will its power its perseverance so coming out the other end of that is the transformation the transmutation into something else something something that's going to then serve you for the next stage the next chapter so I've just actually gone through through another transformation of sorts well over the last two years so it began about two years ago giving up I stop eating meat stop smoking just just like that overnight was um, a transformation and then being more being more attuned to the moment so not being concerned with things that don't serve me so I don't worry about money I don't worry about a job I don't worry about really anything I just see if a challenge appears if there's a challenge for me I just deal with it I just use the resources the skills and natural talent that I've kind of honed over the years and we all have it we all have something that we've learned something that we've been forced to develop whether it's just being able to persevere under pressure that's uh, it's a crucial skill especially if you wanted to work in a high pressure environment or perhaps maybe you'd never considered that but you are able to handle pressure yeah so reflecting back on my experience has helped to see how the stelliums have influenced my life and continue to influence my life in dramatic ways the the Scorpio stellium has had way more dramatic effect in my life that I can see or that I could observe 
and some of the things are just so profound it was um, when I actually made a list of all the events that had happened that all carried the same pattern that were all Scorpio <laughs> I just um, just found a playing card on the floor turned upside down so the face was down so I just turned it over it was a joker <laughs> um Yeah, the profound effect of Scorpio, the stellium, Pluto. It's it's appeared at times in my life where I've been going through struggle, whether it's been dealing with dealing with untrustworthy people or being in a position where someone just taking advantage of you and being able to use that to say I can see what you're doing and to kind of shine a light on it because it may not be known the person who is saying or doing those things may may have absolutely no idea it's just uh it's just a, an autonomous thing. They, they've just learned that by acting that way they get certain things. And that's, that could be why they do it. So, there's been instances of this where I've been working with, working with quite, quite big companies, um, but they, people that were working for them the the management weren't quite so weren't quite so good they just um, had some bizarre ways of making it look like they were working but they were just trying to fill a void with nothing so, so I actually went to work for one of these companies and for a few weeks it was a bit confusing as this particular guy didn't really know what he wanted. He just knew that his, his full-time staff, he didn't want them to do any day-to-day -day work. They would, they would just be involved in projects. But he couldn't really articulate that. He couldn't really articulate that in a way that would... Uh, that would really provide a case for getting... Paying over the paying, paying a lot of money to get someone else in to come and do day-to-day -day work it doesn't really make sense. You would typically 
pay more money to get someone in to do specialized work so projects uh, this guy did the opposite and after a few months I realized that everything I'd provided them they weren't really interested in they just wanted to they just wanted to kick the can down the road so they would ask me to look at certain things and I would demonstrate to them how certain things work and how they're set up and then, then more often than not it would be oh sorry yeah we're not going to go forward with that so it's kind of been kept in a state of limbo so I said okay I know what my I know what my contract says I'm going to give you one week and then I'm going to move on so I informed all the necessary people but the the hiring manager he just wanted to create a problem so he said that uh, no you have to give us more notice or you have to work for a month so I just provided him with the information that I had the contract <laughs> which stipulates the terms and because he realised that he had really no no way of saying you you need to stay longer until we find another person he just tried other tactics he tried <laughs> he tried to say I'd broken the terms of the contract which I um, I've been I've been doing this kind of work for years so I know I know what the obligations are and I knew that he was um, he was trying to maybe cover his own back because other other people had um, left as well for the same reasons so so after a week so I left and like nobody knew I just casually slipped out the out the door <laughs> said goodbye to everyone but no one really paid attention um, and then I think it was I think it was two years ago when I first started to look into this I actually realised that this guy had been fired a few weeks after <laughs> after I had left and I thought that's karma because this guy wasn't very good at his job he wasn't bringing in people for the right reasons he was bringing in skilled experienced people to do work that didn't require a skilled experienced person and it, that, that was the result he got fired I've had um, several other instances like this. I think one of the biggest ones was a 
So typically, I get an agency that will come to me and say, oh, my client has got some work, a project that they need doing. And they'll provide provide basic details and facilitate the um, facilitate the communication between myself and the client and everything was going fine it was only about a week after I started on the project that I realised the agency had not requested any uh, pay uh, accounting details typically one of the one of the last things they ask for is uh, the details of your accounting department or your your bank details and it was only after a week that I remembered so when I contacted them they they didn't really know how to respond they just said oh uh, just fill in this form and that was that And then it was about... After the first invoice was sent to them. So it was about a month later. I sent them the invoice. And it's typically... Typically 30 days on a standard invoice. For payment. And... I didn't receive any acknowledgement. That they'd received the invoice or that it it had been paid so I followed up after about a week before it was due and no reply so then I called up the the consultant at the agency and she was one of the partners and I later found out that the other partner was her, was her husband so it was a husband and wife team and as I'm talking to her about uh, getting my invoice paid, she starts talking about a new car she's ordered. And I'm just thinking this is all about her. <laughs> she wants to tell me about her new car, but she doesn't want to answer my questions about paying my invoice. So it got to it got to the due date and I just said when are you gonna pay it? And she still didn't want to give a response, she just kept saying it'll be done maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. And it never was because the intention for them was to retain the cash flow to cover their other expenses so the new car was an expense for them and I got to the point where I went to the client and said hey I sent this invoice can you confirm if it's been received by your accounts department 
So they checked it and they said, yeah. And they gave me the date that they paid the agency. So the agency is like uh, escrow. They keep the money in escrow and then they send the money on to me afterwards. So I found out that the, the agency had the money and when they'd received it, so I contacted the agent, the consultant again at the agency and just, just all gave her all the information, told her exactly what I knew and, and then eventually the money did, did arrive. But then I had to go back to the client and explain, I can't work like this. That this agency had been withheld, withholding money and had given me so many excuses and that, that it's not good business. I don't like the uh, that they're untrustworthy, that they couldn't give me the word or explain the situation as it was. So I ended up leaving that business, or leaving that project but left on good terms with the client because there was no issues with them and obviously left the agency didn't didn't want anything else to do with them and then I found out that I think it was within a year the day the business went bust and that was essentially the end of the business I think it's just um It seems like I'm being put in in front of people that are being forced to change their ways, to not be a bad business person. To not... Um, Yeah, to not be a bad manager, to actually just be yourself. Yeah, it's just, um, there's been many instances of that. Mostly to, mostly to do with uh, work and people being fired or me losing it's essentially me giving something up so me losing money or losing a job or being out of work and then that has the effect on the person who essentially did the wrong yeah I think that's I think that's pretty much it <laughs> So I've been able to 